everybody welcome into the phnx suns podcast tonight's phoenix suns and the portland trailblazers went head to head and the suns came out on top 122 111 mm-hmm. it was a it was a good game it was an entertaining first half yeah gerald you, you know what time it is what time is it's it time to nurk 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 <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> it, it went so much worse than i thought <laughs> We did talk about it. I didn't think he was going to do it, but he immediately did it. And he got me because he went with a straight face. He's like, well, you know, Gerald. And I thought he was going to say some analytical shit. Nope. I've been studying the analytical stuff. That doesn't mean I'm That's... not going to make the dumb jokes, too. Fantastic. Well, I am all in on the, on the Bosnian magic, all right? Oh. I am here for it. Got Lindsay Weezen. I was not prepared whatsoever for that. Oh, and and wow. And you know what, Lindsay? The Portland Trailblazers and DeAndre Ayton weren't prepared for what Yusuf Nurkic brought to the floor tonight. That's right. They weren't. Let's go ahead and just uh, off the top address the elephant in the room. Obviously, the first time DA saw his former team and vice versa. Again, we know it's a preseason game, so things were a little bit different. Than likely what we'll see in um, the regular season. But since we're going to do it, we're just going to do it. We'll compare the two guys and what we thought mm-hmm. of each of them and go back to the fit of Nurk with Phoenix Suns. So we'll start by looking at some stats. Okay. Nurk had 21 or played 21 minutes tonight. He finished six of eight from the field. He was one of one from deep, eight rebounds, five assists, two steals, 17 points. DA played 23 minutes. He was three of six from the field. He had six rebounds, three assists, and seven points. And and some of that came in when he came back in the second half and played against the Suns' fourth stringers. So, yeah, I mean it's it's going to be a work in progress for Da over there. Um, they got young guards who are you know they're going to take a majority of the shots. So mm-hmm. it's going to be something that like here he has to figure out what his role is going to look like, and hopefully they give him more opportunities to expand. I think if you're a Suns fan, tonight's performance was encouraging it's just preseason it's a limited handful of minutes you know Nurk only played 21 minutes but he was flirting with triple double territory on a normal night where he'd play more minutes um he was passing the ball really well I thought they used him up at the level of the screen defensively a lot more and we got to see some of those rotations as they continue to work through learning Frank Vogel's scheme um he was aggressive he was physical like this is the type of performance that makes you feel a little bit better about his fit on both ends and, and where the Suns are kind of trending in that regard with him. We we had talked about this a little bit when we were out to dinner, just the the defensive strategy that we might see with uh, with Frank Vogel's group, and you know that in Indy it ran a, a bunch of the the drop coverage on pick and roll. Mm-hmm. In LA, it was kind of a hybrid, and we had talked. You know, Nurkic had had, had played a lot of drop early, but it, to your point. Seemed like he was playing up a little closer here, but I think what I found most encouraging, obviously his passing in general was extremely encouraging tonight, but there was already kind of a chemistry with uh, with Kevin Durant mm-hmm. that we saw where he found Kevin Durant a handful of times on some nice passes, but there was one point in particular, there was a switch 
and uh, and Simons wound up on KD, and Nurk realized that he called for the ball, and then he pointed KD to go down to the block, almost like a point guard would, and then fed him in the post. And I was like, well, now this this is a prime example of why you make a deal mm-hmm. for a guy like Yusuf Nurkic. That, and then we saw him bring the ball up the court mm-hmm. and make a nice pass, drop a dime uh, as well into the into the lane. Those things are, are things we have not seen from that position. Right. Uh, and and nor were they things that you drafted DeAndre Ayton for. So I'm not blaming him, but you can see why they wanted to add a piece like that to help this offense kind of roll in a different way than we've seen. Tonight was the the perfect storm for it. We saw everything Nurkic can do. I don't think this is what he's going to be every night, mm-hmm. but it was one of those moments where you went, ah, I get what James Jones uh, and uh, Josh Bartlestein and Frank Vogel were thinking with all this, uh, all this movement here. Right, and and it's it's a funny thing because in a game like this, there's so much uh, built up tension and anxiety and uh, passion in terms of like it's Da's first game against the Suns. Everybody wants Nurkic to play well. The Aiton fans want him to play well, and it's funny because someone in the chat was saying I'm a an Aiton sympathizer and I was getting hate on Twitter for posting Aiton's <laughs> halftime stats in comparison to Nurkic. So you really can't win just trying to talk basketball about these two. Um, and it's preseason, like who gives a shit? But my thing is like, I, I think like the, to your point, tonight was a good indicator of some of the things that Nurkic brings to the table skill wise that DA did not and things that they prioritize in terms of their fit with the big three, obviously Beal didn't play tonight. Um, but the passing, the screen setting, um, and some of the things are going to be try to do defensively when he is up to the level of the screen. We saw them pre-rotating quite a bit to try and get their hands on steals. That's something Frank Vogel has been emphasizing in terms of using their length and some of those pre-rotations to get deflections, force turnovers. It's something that they're going to have to lean into to kind of cover for him on that end of the court. But to your point, like love the physicality, love the fact that he was able to get to the free throw line again five times tonight. Um, so it, it's it's positive. It's preseason, but it's good to see Nurk starting to build momentum with this group. Well, and look, I think, you know, I think you can be an Aiton sympathizer and you can be, uh, you know, a fan of what Nurk's doing. This could be a win-win for both. Like, I don't right. know why it has to be either or I just tonight in particular, I liked what I saw from Nurk for the Suns, mm-hmm. and I'm, and I'm happy for that, but I still wish DA the best of luck in Portland. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the goal is that hopefully both of these guys thrive in their new situations. Um, we don't wish any ill will on DA, but mm-hmm. we also really wish that Nurk thrives here in Phoenix as a son within this system and Espo, I think the thing that stands out the most to me, too, is just you brought it up, the chemistry with KD, just how quickly those two have started to already form something that's likely going to be very beautiful coming into this season. And I think that just maybe speaks to how they're connecting with one another from a personal standpoint, like-minded, maybe approaches or um, game plans, thought process and things like that. And you can't, you can't undervalue how or underestimate how valuable that is right? when you're working with guys like Devin Booker and Kevin Durant because they're on a whole nother level than everybody else. Mm. So if you can find a way to connect with them on that level, things are going to be very smooth very quickly. If you give Nurkic the ball on the wing or at the elbow there and one of those three guys is in the corner, like you better be expecting a backdoor cut and Nurk <laughs> is going to find him because 
it keeps happening. Like we saw it with Kevin Durant. They had really good chemistry on that. Nurk overthrew it like one or two times, but the vision is there. The ability to make that pass is there. Um, and that's encouraging as they continue to build the chemistry between each other. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It, the chemistry is is going to be the most important <laughs> thing uh, in this whole in this whole season with these. But you know, he may have overthrown him on a couple things, but it's the anticipation and kind of knowing where he's going to be, mm-hmm. which which is the key because you can start to learn where the guy wants the pass. But if you're already anticipating where he's going to be, that's half the battle when it comes to it. And I. I'm excited for that. And you look at it in this, in what we think will be the starting five. Mm-hmm. Any one of those guys now is a threat to to make a pass, to lead the offense in that way uh, and, and start it with, with a pass. Even we saw Nurk handle the ball a little bit tonight. Mm-hmm. And do I want him playing the main uh, <laughs> ball handler? No, but in, in, in certain Brooks situations. <laughs> I mean, book says it, then we're all on board. I mean, Espo. Just true. get on board. I mean, it is true. <laughs> Come book, on. A book is gospel. All right. But, uh, <laughs> but no, but that adds a whole nother level to this team that, that you didn't have last year when all five guys are a threat to, uh, to pass the rock. That's, that's going to be good. That's why we've seen now in, in two different games, this team score over 70 points in the first half yeah. because they have a very dynamic uh, group offensively right now. It, Absolutely. They're really able to keep the ball moving without him out there, even when he's not actively touching the ball. Like his ability to not just screen, but also quickly re-screen, he's really good at setting himself up for those angles, making good contact, and knowing what to do when he catches the ball in the short roll. Um, for those who are interested in learning more about his game and what he might bring to the table, I wrote two articles on gophnx.com this week, one on the offensive side, one on the defensive side. And some of the stuff that we saw tonight as far as the pre-rotations, the playing up to the level in the pick and roll um, was stuff that was in there. So it, it's good to see that Vogel is aware that you know sticking with drop coverage is going to leave them very vulnerable. So they are going to mix it up. And, you know, they're very cognizant of what he brings on the offensive end. So it's nice to see those things start to fall into place. I have a question. You did did it myself. You did did a flex. flex. (laughs) He's in my head. Uh, But usually in preseason, they'll bring in refs for point of emphasis with with the media. Have they done that this year with you guys where where the refs have come in and talked at all? Not yet, no. Okay, because I'm wondering if the – if the moving screen is a point of emphasis, a point of education, as they're calling it now, Mm. because we've seen that with Nurkic now in two of the three games, he's gotten called uh, for moving screens, Mm -hmm. but they don't seem egregious or something that you would, uh, that we've seen them call on a regular basis in the past. So I kind of wonder if it's one of those, uh, Oh, we're going to look at this in the preseason. Then we're going to totally forget that we ever cared about this once the regular season. Rolls I mean, out. would that surprise you? I feel like every preseason, there's some things where you're just like, what, why are we doing this? Like, what is the mm-hmm. point of this? And then it goes away. Yeah. It, it was nice last season. I think it was when they were emphasizing, like not calling as many fouls on guys that were trying to bait for shooting fouls. And that lasted all of two weeks and then they were <laughs> back to it. I know that's been an off season emphasis this year as well, but you're right. It, it it probably is one of those like little nitpicky things that they'll focus on for three weeks and then forget about the rest of the time. Yeah. But Nur- Nurkic does set a lot of uh, those types of screens. I can, will say. Can I? Uh, I'm I'm going to say this. That everybody's asking where's where's Flex, where's Saul. 
They're playing in the Eddie Johnson celebrity poker tournament, which means Eddie doesn't know the definition of celebrity. Damn. <laughs> oh, the burn. Shade. <laughs> the shade. It's nighttime. Yeah, so they're over there supporting our guy, EJ, and uh, one of them will be back on the show tomorrow, I think. <laughs> yes. Right? Depends on how Depends much on they on win, how the I night guess. goes, I that's, suppose. That's yeah, true. you're not wrong there. All right, we have two super chats. The first one is from the anonymous Buddha. Thank you so much for sending a super chat. Said, I've been meaning to send this super chat for a while. I'm unable to because I'm from India. And whenever you guys go live, it's 3 a.m. here. Love your work. And I'm a big fan of Gerald's writing. By the way, we won both trades. Nurk was awesome. Jordan is fire. Thanks, Rudy. Thank you. Thanks, Rudy. Awesome. Thank you. I'm Appreciate offended, that. though. You don't like my once every six month article. <laughs> <laughs> I still woke up and chose show. violence against me today, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> hey, if you want to become a diehard, you're going to get biannual articles. All right. There you go. There you 500 go. words apiece. I put in that effort. I mean, all right? what more I put could in that nerk, 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 nerk. All right. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Make it stop. Uh, but thank you for joining us all the way from India. We appreciate appreciate it um i wish the time worked out a little bit better for you but yeah. whenever you are up at 3 a.m come hang out with us we love to have you then we also got one from paisley paisley thank you so much oh, wow. for sending us a 100 super chat you have been very generous with the super chats recently and we appreciate it said let's be honest our group is deep and losing da sucks but we gained from the trade i love what we have on our depth and being quote top heavy isn't a thing anymore yeah. And then also, um, especially, what is that? Is the Espo shirt unchallenged or especially shirt uh, unchallenged? I assume it's mine. Okay, it's, there you go. I wore my bowling attire. <laughs> <laughs> it's a leftover summer league shirt. So I, I, I mean, I'm not it. mad at it. I wore it. So. Fun shirts are fun shirts, but thank you, Paisley. I do like our depth. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm feeling really confident with the way that this team is starting to shape up and uh, the guys who will most likely be coming off the bench especially one Eric Gordon. But before we get in and talk more about him, uh, have you guys heard of this play this company called Wink? Wink yes, is pretty so. legit, right? So <laughs> here's what it is. It's just a seltzer mm -hmm. with a wink of THC. So you won't get too high. It's a very bubbly, light, social, and balanced seltzer. So, you know, you feel more confident in working the room, but you still can keep your wits about you. It is the perfect THC to CBD balance. The golden ratio, as they like to call it, because there's an equal dose of CBD and CBD is like THC's laid back friend who keeps the party from going off the rails, which sometimes we could probably use on this show. It has nothing to do with the party. It just does. <laughs> <laughs> but it tastes like your favorite refreshing flavored seltzer. And they are available in either 2.5 milligram or 5 milligram cans. You can find Wink right here in Arizona. You can look for Wink at all Sunday Goods dispensaries in the Valley and Botanica Dispensary in Tucson. You can also save money online by going to drinkwink.com and using promo code PHNX for 20% off. Also, if you have not gotten in on the BetMGM Sportsbook app yet, you're absolutely missing out on a fantastic deal that they want to hook you up with. It's super simple. All you have to do is sign up for BetMGM using the bonus code PHNX. Then you place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app of at least $10. And get this, you're going to receive $200 instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome. It is 
essentially free money, you guys. So make sure you take them up on this offer by using that bonus code PHNX. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y 467-369-NEW YORK. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. All right, let's talk a little bit about Eric Gordon and that second quarter. Mm-hmm. We'll start with EG just a little bit because I just want to give him some flowers. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really excited about EG. And even the guys on the broadcast were saying, like, we still can't believe that we were able to convince <laughs> Eric Gordon to come play for us on a vet men. So he was 8 of 10 from the field tonight, 3 of 5 from deep, finished with 20 points. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is going to be fun. It's going to be very fun. I, I love the addition of Eric Gordon. We've been talking about him since the day it was announced that they were going to be signing him, like a guy that can play on or off the ball, a guy who is willing to pull from five feet to the beyond the three-point line to the point that like you kind of have to get used to how far his range is um, just in terms of what he's comfortable with pulling. But I, I love the fact that he also puts pressure on the rim. Like Obviously, mm-hmm. he's a floor spacer, but because guys are so worried about closing out on his shot from beyond the three-point line, he has more of a running head start to get to the basket. And because he's so strong, he's able to make up for the fact that like his defender is usually going to catch up to him at age 34. Like he is, he loves those bully ball drives. We were asking him about it the other day and he was talking about how he, like he knows he's stronger than other guards. It's something he's been doing his whole career. Um, And so he loves playing with that type of physicality. So I love his fit on the second unit with the big three. Like he can be a guy that spaces the floor or he can have the floor space for him when Yuda and Grayson Allen and guys like that are next to him. Um, I think between those three, you're feeling a lot more confident about what your potential playoff rotation could look like when it goes down to eight or nine guys. Have you been watching the second season of Loki? Yeah. I feel like Eric Gordon time slips where he, he goes from one place to the next. You're like, how the hell did this guy just do that? Right. Like, I don't understand how he went from there to there. And he like that, that up and under uh, oh, that was pretty. reverse layup was just, I was like, okay, yeah. well, I'm only six years older than this guy. And that makes me feel like my body's going to explode just watching that. Like, yeah, it's amazing what he can do. And, and we had somebody say, well, he looks out of shape. The other day, and it's like, no, that's Eric Gordon's body type, and he can do unbelievable things uh, with with the way he is. I I'm ex- so excited to see what this guy can add. Mm-hmm. Whether he has to spot start at points this season, whether he's the sixth man, this is the kind of player that if they had had last year, I think the season ends differently. Or two years ago, the season ends differently. He's going to be an integral part of what they're doing. Wasn't he just telling you at practice, like in reference, just talking about how strong he is still, mm-hmm. something like that, right? Yeah. No, I don't remember was. exactly what it was. Well, because I had asked him, like on those bully ball drives to the rim, and he kind of started smirking. <laughs> I was like, okay. So he's he's acutely aware of this. I was asking how, like, when did you realize that was a part of your game? Um, and he was saying it's kind of always been a part of his game. Like people know that he, he shoots the threes and they love to see him get up threes, but he's always it's always been a point of pride for him to take it to the basket, to play physical. Um, and it was funny cause Dwayne was following up. Like, do you f- even feel the contact? Cause the defender definitely feels the contact. 
he kind of started laughing, but because um, it doesn't look like it. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't look, it like, doesn't it that look often. like it. No, he'll, he'll just barrel through people. <laughs> um, I think he did it to Jamal Murray in the last preseason game as well. Like he doesn't care, and that's a valuable asset because, like we've talked about this all last year, the Suns were dead last in frequency of shot attempts at the rim last season. Mm-hmm. Totally different team this year, but between guys like Gordon. Uh, Beal especially and Grayson Allen these are guys that regularly get into the paint so hopefully that won't be as much of an issue this year yeah and you know what I love that too because I like um, bonus points and I feel like that's what the charity stripe basically is so yeah you know what I mean Mm -hmm. the more opportunities you get to get to the line the better off you are absolutely Mm -hmm. but Eric Gordon was also pretty instrumental in that second quarter just in general and how good this team was playing and looking out there. We didn't get to see any Bradley Beal tonight. He didn't play. He had what, low back soreness or tightness? Uh, yeah, lower back tightness. Tightness yes. is what they called it. Yeah. Um, hopefully nothing too crazy, probably being overly um, cautious. cautious. Mm-hmm. I was like, what am I trying to say here? Yes, thank you. <laughs> the, the chemistry between us. Chemistry. I know, it's just <laughs> off the charts tonight. Um, but the guys look good, and especially even without Bradley Beal in there, having to mix it up a little bit. Um, Josh Okoge also didn't play tonight. He was resting. How did you guys like the way that this team looked with a few different faces in that starting lineup and switching out rotation-wise? Well, I mean, how can you complain when they have, what was it, 76 points in the first, in the first half? They outscored the Blazers 39-15 to 15 in the second quarter. The offense, the ball's whipping around. Everybody's touching it. I, you know, we talked about it. Kevin Durant winds up with 16 points, 6 assists, 4 rebounds, and you barely noticed, mm-hmm. noticed mm-hmm. it out there uh, tonight. I mean, Devin Booker, uh, 18 points, 5 assists, and it was relatively quiet too. Uh, you know, and that's on top of what Eric Gordon and Yusuf Nurkic did. I, you know, somebody early on said, well, I was concerned about the first quarter. I'm not overly concerned when you're also starting uh, in a Seer Little uh, in your starting lineup and you don't have everything in its preseason. I'm mm-hmm. not concerned about it. What I want to see is stretches like we saw in the second quarter where things completely click where you go, this is what we're looking at. And we mm-hmm. saw that in the first preseason game against Detroit as well. So I I can't complain about anything we saw in that first half, really. Yeah, I mean, against playoff teams, obviously you can't be giving up 40-point no. quarters like in the first. But, like, A, this is not a playoff team. B, this is preseason. And C, to your point, like, we saw, again, that type of offensive stretch to close the first half where it's just like, oh, shit, we can't stop these guys. Like, And it changed the course of the game from there. Um, and that's the type of thing that they are going to be able to do to teams that aren't elite defensive teams or can't keep up offensively. So as long as they're just good defensively, they don't have to be great. It would be better if they were. Um, but they have the offensive firepower to run people off the court um, over a two, three, four-minute stretch like they did tonight. Like They didn't even have Bradley Beal or Grayson Allen, two of their best shooters and scorers, uh, and still put up 122, 39 point second quarter. They had three 30 point quarters tonight. Like it, it's kind of scary what they're going to be capable of when these guys are not playing 15 to 20 minutes. Did yeah. you realize they had 11 steals tonight too? Six of which were from that starting lineup in in the first half. Mm-hmm. Like say what you will about this team defensively, but they're pretty heady. And yes, it's it, it's Portland. I get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, uh, that was an impressive effort on that. I mean, Nurkic with two himself, Eric Gordon and Devin Booker 
each with one, and Nasir Little with two. Like, mm-hmm. I like, I like the defense I've been seeing. Even though we know we haven't seen the full defensive system that Frank Vogel's going to want to run. Right. And I, and I will say we we've barely touched on him in preseason because he's hasn't played very much. But like Booker has been scoring at a rate like he's picked up right where the playoffs left off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if this is who Devin Booker is now, everybody else is in trouble. Like yep. he's been scoring at an insane level. And I know he's trying to get his shots up before he gets pulled for, you know, basically the entire second half, but he's, he's looked pretty good and locked in so far. Um, I don't know how I feel about headband book this year. I feel like yeah. it's a treat, but I, I'm kind of feel like we've seen a little bit too much of headband book in the uh, like preseason training camp combined. Like usually yeah. it's like once every couple of months yeah. that we get headband book. And I feel like we've gotten it at least three times. Get it out of the system before the before the season starts. It's a little interesting. (laughs) Emma, can we get the uncomfortable two shots so Gerald can not want to be Uh part of this? Oh, I'm trapped. (laughs) Yes, you are. And just you wait. Headbands are trash. Nobody should wear headbands. They're ridiculous looking. And if you sweat that much, that's on you, bro. That ain't on anybody else. Don't look like a moron out there. Okay, see, I don't know that I fully agree with that. Um, because Josh Kogi looks good in a headband. No, he yes, he does. Not not one human looks good in a headband. I think Come Josh Kogi looks one a headband. Well. Not one good. Not one human looks good in a headband. <laughs> we will find multiple. People. Richard Simmons, maybe, maybe you maybe yeah, we'll say Richard Simmons. How is that where you go with it? I don't know. <laughs> That's like one of the <laughs> most iconic, iconic headbands. Like, you know, like, that is. I was thinking like athletes, but he goes there. I don't know. I, no, I, there is no athlete that looks real great in a headband. Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal does not look good in a headband. Yes, he does. Nobody <laughs> looks good in a headband. Bradley Beal. Nobody <laughs> looks good in a headband. It's okay to be wrong. It looks like somebody cut the top off of Lindsay's beanie and said, here we go. This is a good idea. Uh, speaking of beanies. Uh, Bradley Beal's beanie tonight was really dope. Now he looks good in a beanie. He looks really except good he, in a beanie. Except he threw it when Book hit that shot. Uh, which that was, was fantastic, though. Cannot <laughs> listen. I think Bradley Beal is one guy on this team specifically that you need to keep an eye on when he's on the bench. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to get some really, really, really good reactions out of him this year. Like, did you see the one the Suns posted on Twitter where he was like looking? What I'm assuming is a stat sheet and was yeah. like, <laughs> he's great, or whatever. Well, he, it was cute. He's got that <laughs> unbelievable meme from his days in Washington, the best. too. Like, I think there's gonna be a lot of memeable Beal this year, yeah, absolutely. So. Um, Mima Beal, how about meme, that? Memeability, oh boy. Um, what about Jimmy Butler's? No, oh, come on, okay, that's the one you were talking about. It was the one that Alan you could Iverson? like tie in the back no, that AI they looks terrible. No, Kelly AI? used to pull that off, Kelly Oubre, before the, the NBA before banned, they got banned it, the, those were dope. Yeah. What those about, were really dope. I don't think that's to me. What about Wilt Chamberlain's like sleep no. mask headband? No, <laughs> looks no. Like a sleep mask. No. Bill Walton, come on, no, Bill Walton looked had to hold the hair back somehow. Bill Walton looked like the wolf man with a yeah. headband, not a good look. Team Wolf, you know what? Maybe Ben Wallace, you could convince me, was a good headband, okay. All right. All right. Um, we got one. So on the beanie side of things, Charles asked me if I knew where I could find Bradley Beal's beanie. And honestly, I tried to Google it tonight during the game because I Did really you? like it. So if anybody knows what brand that is, it was like a mountain range with like a sun or a moon on like the thing. I don't know what it is. But if you know, please message me because I really beanie. like that beanie. But, by the way, Mark N in the chat says, what would Espo as it runs away from me here? 
Uh, what would Espo know about managing sweat while working out? I will tell you, I work out every Tuesday and Thursday now, and I am in a boot camp, and I wear a hat to keep that sweat from going to my eyes like a real man. Yeah, so suck it, Mark. Omar keeps <laughs> trapping me in this shot. <laughs> All right. Nate Espo loses his job. You're right. I mean, he canceled for my headband take. It's always when Espo's about to go into one of his suck it rants that I get trapped in this shot. Oh, my goodness. Suck it, anybody who likes a headband. Suck it to anybody that says I don't work out. Suck it, Gerald. (laughs) I think we all need to maybe calm down, find a good balance, maybe uh, tap into our friends over at OGs and try out their happy balance gummy because, you know, we love a good ratio around here. (laughs) When things are just feeling good, we need to keep it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, they're just such a nice little treat because the flavors make you feel like you're just getting a little treat. They got the fruits, which have red apple watermelon and peach they've got the creams which has blackberries and cream orange creamsicle and peaches and cream and both the fruits and the cream mixed bag flavors are available in sunny sativa or mellow indica so you can fully customize your ogs experience you can check out our friends at ogs brands for yourself or try one or a few of their many delicious flavors uh, by finding them on social media at ogs brands or online at ogsbrands.com To find a local dispensary near you, you must be 21 or older to enjoy, and we ask that you enjoy responsibly. I don't think I want to know. Come on, man. Not the Toy Story reference. What's happening right now? Fired from Toy Barn. Let's go getting fired from the Toy Barn. Emma, can you find that? You got to find that image. That's funny. Oh, that's funny. I'm confused. Oh, my God. Oh, you remember okay. him from Toy Story? I mean, Toy I guess Story a little bit. I mean, I hate it, but I think it's funny nonetheless. We need to get you in a chicken suit. Al from Al's Toy Bar. He's, he's crying real tears over here. Damn. Can somebody get me a headband to sop up these tears? <laughs> I'm going to die. Oh, my, oh my God. God. That one came out the woodworks. <laughs> All right. I'm going to try and get us back on. On track here. Shit. Four Peaks, the best time of the year for our friends over at Four Peaks because it's pumpkin porter season. <laughs> oh no. And uh, you can visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events. Sign holding Oktoberfest and haunted brewery tours are right around the corner. Check out Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest Arizona Sometown Brewery. You must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks. And please drink responsibly. <laughs> I think we're all pretty much done for the night. He's crying. There are real tears streaming down his face right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, we are in prime preseason four okay. today. We do have two super chats. Emma, can I see the super chats? We have four. Oh, we damn. did a lot of these. We got three. Okay. Trevor, thank you for your super chats. It made me smile when the guys scored on DA. Go Suns. Go Suns. Thank you for your super chat, Trevor. Uh, we got another one from 
the anonymous Buddha as well. Emma, do you know where that one went? I'll find it. Oh, here okay. we go. So he said, wanted your view on this. I feel Kogi doesn't guard quick regards like Jamal Murray very well. Felt that during the playoffs as well. I also believe Goodwin can be very difficult on these guards. Goodwin as the fifth starter. So we did finally get a first look at Jordan Goodwin. He was mm -hmm. injured to start preseason. We got to see him play for the first time tonight. Um, what do you guys think about the way he looked out there? And could he be a fifth starter? I don't know about fifth starter. I think he looks good. And I think a lot of people in watching the first couple games and, and watching Saban Lee and whatnot forgot that Jordan Goodwin is probably going to be part of this rotation and stands a chance to make an impact on both ends. Um, he's a pretty shifty offensive player, underrated playmaker. Um, he's a guy that could run backup point guard a little bit if you need more of a ball handler. Uh, he really improved in that regard last year in Washington. I don't know about the fifth starting thing. I, I think Akogi has better chemistry with that group. Um, and I think you can play Goodwin as your backup point guard because of the shooters you'll have around him. Akogi in that role might be a little bit tougher as opposed to putting him with the starters. And, and I think Akogi is a slightly better point of attack defender. Jamal Murray is just a tough cover. Like that two-man action with him and Jokic is one of the toughest to guard in the NBA right now. Um, he's a shifty player, and I think with Akogi in particular, he's so worried about having to shoot through screens um, to protect Nurk or whoever his big is from leaving Jokic that when you do that, it kind of gives Murray a little bit more room to operate. So, um, yeah, I noticed that too the other night when they played Denver. Like, Akogi had some struggles against Murray, but it might just be an individual matchup thing because Josh does pretty well against most guys. I mean, I could see a world where maybe later in the season, if if Goodwin can you know impresses in his role on the bench and prove that that he can really be that lockdown defender, that maybe that's a discussion we have, but certainly not right now. I mean, we've we've seen him for one game here mm -hmm. in the preseason. Didn't get to see him much at all in summer league. I think it was a total of like ten minutes because he got got injured, I, I think it's going to take time for him to earn that trust, too. I think I very much uh, believe that they like what they have in him, but mm -hmm. I, I, you're not handing him anything right now without earning it and proving it. So. Right. But it's it's definitely just another reminder, though, that um, what Bradley Beal told us in his introductory press conference, that Jordan Goodwin was not just kind of a throw-in into right. this deal. This is a guy who brings value to this team. The team likes what they see from him so far. It's just a matter of time to figure exactly out what they want from him. Mm -hmm. um, but so far, pleasantly surprised, not pleasantly surprised, but very happy with what we've seen from Jordan Goodwin. But I still think um, Josh Okogie, it's, it's his spot to lose at this point in time. Yeah. Or at least from like, for the most part, matchup dependent changes here and there. Or if Frank Vogel just wants to experiment a little bit in the beginning of the season, I totally understand that. But as a whole, I think it's Josh Kogi's job to lose. Yeah, I, I think so too. And I, like I said, I love his fit with the starters. I love Jordan Goodwin's fit coming off the bench. Um, and, and he had some really good plays tonight. Um, people are going to be surprised at what great hands he has in terms of stripping the ball, um, getting his hands in passing lanes, deflections, that type of thing. We saw it a couple of times. And then he had that really nice um, kind of shifty finish to the rim where he drove the ball 
Um, he's he's pretty good at that type of thing. He's he's a better offensive player than I think he's gotten credit for just because people are so high on his defense. But he could be an impact player off the bench if he's able to stay healthy and work his way into the rotation. The biggest thing I'm concerned about when it comes to it is just uh, the the numbers game there mm-hmm. on that on that bench. You've got yeah. so many with with the addition of Grayson Allen with Eric uh, Eric Gordon not Eric Goodwin I don't know who that <laughs> is uh Eric Gordon I think there's a it's going to be a numbers game at some point there yeah. is going to be a, a guy or two with with very good talent that just is not going to be in this every game rotation mm-hmm. and that's a good problem to have but uh, it's going to be unfortunate for one of these guys that winds up not seeing as much playing time as they hope. So. But the thing is, with most of the guys, I think that it'll be an easy conversation to have and an easy sacrifice to make for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Because you know the guys who maybe are like it's it's a competition based thing. And yes. it's also a championship contending team. Mm-hmm. It's not right. like you're losing minutes to somebody to go and win 30 games. You know yeah. what I mean? 19 games, whatever it may be. You guys are in the thick of it competing for a championship. Yes. And that's more important than a few extra minutes right. here and there. And, and Frank Vogel, because we had asked him about this in practice the other day, um, and he had, you know, he wanted to keep the lineups that he was liking so far close to the chest. But he was saying, like, it's a good problem to have in terms of, like, he feels like everybody, and this is this can be interpreted as coach speak, but... He was saying everybody that we have here is someone we feel we can contribute. And as the 82 game season goes, it's a marathon. Like there's going to be injuries. There's going to be guys out sick or whatever guys that work their way back into the rotation out of it, whatever Um, you need to be able to contribute. And he feels like that's a strength of theirs that when guys go down with injuries, they are going to have people that are capable of stepping into those roles. Um, So that's encouraging because like you said, not everybody's going to be able to play on this roster, like they've liked what Chimezi Metu has brought to the table. Mm-hmm. Yuda, obviously, his shooting makes him a guy that you want to play. Um, Kata Bates Diop, he has the length, and I know he hasn't really impressed, but he's another guy that on paper, what he brings to the table should fit in with what you're trying to do. So there's there's a lot of minutes that are and rotation spots that are, you know, you got guys that are deserving, but not everybody's gonna get to play right away. Yeah. Is there anybody else from tonight's game that stood out to you that you want to give a few flowers to or maybe are hoping to see a little bit more from in the final few preseason games? Look, Yuta, when he's out there, you see good things happen. I mean, he had a couple misses tonight, stepped out of bounds once uh, on the mm-hmm. in the corner there, but still finished four of six at 10 points. Uh, and his teammates just seem to enjoy when he's out there and playing with him. I think he's one of those guys that isn't going to wind up on the cutting room floor as they, as they say in in movies, that he's a guy that's going to have a spot in this rotation and damn good smile. It just makes me <laughs> the only thing prettier than Nurk's dribbling tonight was you to smile. You so. love you to so I, much. I, and I'm I, not it's mad something about it. that makes me just genuinely happy when that guy smiles. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I no, like I that. get what that's you're cool. saying. Well, I mean, what, look, what, what's so wrong with that? Is there anything wrong there with being like, absolutely hey, absolutely nothing no. wrong with it. There are often times when I don't think enough people will admit this, but maybe they will. 
like we see it with a bunch of different athletes around. You just find one little thing about somebody and you're like, I really like that. And therefore he's going to be one of my favorites. Look in the smile. Just because of that. It makes me forget he wears a headband. So he can still be one of my favorites. So would you give it one thumbs up or two thumbs up? There he is. I like his shoes too. I'm a big fan of the lime green shoes. Yeah, he's got solid shoes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, For me, like I was going to say Yuta because I think he... He didn't play the first half. He, right? I don't think he did because no. yeah. I think when he came in, I was like, "Why haven't we really right. seen any Utah yet?" And he played more in the second half, and he played well. He had ten points off the bench. Um, I still want to see more out of KBD and mm-hmm. Nasir Little. I think those are the two guys that we thought would be sneaky contributors, and it hasn't materialized yet. It doesn't mean that it won't. Um, it could be, you know, KBD in his case. He spent like a year or so with the Timberwolves and then got used to pop system and that playing style being on a developmental team. It's a very big jump from that type of environment to this one. Um, And that could take some adjustment. He hasn't looked good offensively, although he has knocked down a couple of threes, uh, not tonight. But offensively, he's looked kind of out of it. And I think they need to find ways to utilize his cutting, his length around the basket um, and the defense that he brings to the table. Uh, and then Nasir Little, he played 30 minutes tonight, but you, you know, he had two steals outside of that. It was kind of minimal production. Um, so you want to see more from him. But this is another young guy, developmental guy that might take some time. Um, but yeah, those are those are the two guys I'm hoping to see a little bit more from and hopefully some extended minutes as we close out preseason. Yeah. All right. So we have a couple more super chats here. Um, the first one is from Jodeci. Thank you so much for your super chat said, I wanted to say you guys are awesome and love this podcast. You guys bring good vibes. Keep it up. Thank you. Thank Jodeci. you. We appreciate you being here and the kind words and the super chats. Thank Employee you for reviews are soon. I will be bringing that with me. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> we also got one from Will. Will, thank you for your super chat said, this super chat is to sponsor a slow zoom to Gerald during the two shot with the music from Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> okay, wait. Come on, Emma. We gotta, we gotta get it ready. Go, Esther. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't got any more in me that's all you I get. don't either I, I only had the two facial expressions that was it honestly that was pretty good I'm not right. mad I'm okay. really impressed with you guys I'm really impressed with that um I didn't throw shade because I left my shady rays in the car you guys are lucky for that one uh if you haven't gotten your hands on any shady rays yet you're absolutely missing out we are talking about premium polarized sunglasses gear that is built to last shady rays is an independent sunglass company with a world-class product, and they offer the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements, so if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. They've got your back long after you purchase, and they got your back when you purchase as well because they're giving out their best deal of the season exclusively to you. Go to ShadyRays.com, use code PHNX for 50% off, Two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Also, I think we all know by now that Suns games are available on Arizona's family. Mm -hmm. And we love that for all of us here in Arizona. Mm -hmm. You can watch with just an antenna, but you could also get um, some streaming options as well. But Arizona's, Arizona's family has the hookup for you, that's for sure. So whenever you, wherever you live in Arizona, just visit azfamily.com and click 
Suns Games for listing information for your area. It's a great resource to help you find your Phoenix Suns Games on Arizona Families Sports. That's azfamily.com. And we're going to have our friend from uh, Arizona Family Sports, Mark McClune, join us tomorrow on the show. So stop on by. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit about the partnership, and then we're going to talk a whole hell of a lot of Suns with Mark. Absolutely. So. Another Valley voice that we're bringing into the fold this week. All right, guys, we're going to round out today's show. Um, some some fun. Just stick with us, okay, guys? Stick no. with Way us to on really this one. Sell that one, well, Lindsay. Listen, Don't leave. With, uh, with, listen, uh, please yeah. stay. We're going to talk about <laughs> rankings, okay? We're going to talk about the ESPN rankings that have come out this week. But just mm-hmm. stick with us. I promise you it'll be worth it. Okay. Um, but I will give you guys a chance to kind of share your thoughts on these rankings. Obviously, um, Devin not being in the top 10 was pretty egregious to all of us. He was 11th Bradley Beal dropping 18 spots from last year. He's ranked 37th this year. Last year he was ranked 19th. Mm-hmm. How are you guys kind of just feeling overall about this one? Or is this one just kind of like one of those things where you're like, I'm not subscribing this year. I am so sick <laughs> of these rankings. Mm-hmm. Uh, in particular, because you know what's the methodology why like i I get the whole point is they want people like us to talk about what they're doing so people go look for the the espn ranking uh, and you know and it causes discussion and i get it i work in content of course i understand the desire for clicks on articles and Mm -hmm. and people listening to talk but i think the sons are are paying a super team tax right now where there there's a, a bit of a frustration with it and there's the argument is with book in particular well he's not gonna have as good a stats because he's playing around guys he's got to defer to and it's like yeah but that doesn't take away from a guy's greatness if he averages three points less but he averages three assists more or something like that doesn't remove from his greatness or whether he's a top 10 player so even the argument is just weird to me and you know i i don't think shea gildress alexander is uh is better than book but he's been ranked higher in some of these things than book uh simply because again his stat line is going to look better because he is the the leader on a on a young team like i whatever yeah so to your point <laughs> someone in the chat had asked how Bobo's doing on switches and i think he's been really struggling with the oh i'm sorry are we spoke do i have to talk about play rankings again do we have to Clever. do this again because i don't Look, it's one of those. <laughs> I thought you were having some kind of brain no, like, no. aneurysm. Like, I, I am because we're we're gonna sit Clever. here. We're gonna talk about player rankings while complaining about talking about player. <laughs> like it's it's just uh, an unending cycle. I think yes, Devin Booker should be a top ten player. I think Bradley Beal is probably gonna climb very high up this list based on what the Suns do this year and his value to the team. And then that's the extent that I care at this point. Well, then I've got really good news for you guys. Do you? Because we came up with a really fun idea. Mm-hmm. We're going to rank some things, and it's things that you can't argue about. Okay. Because they're, they're, it's going to be one of the rankings where you actually like to read this It is ranking. the most okay. pointless ranking you will ever no, see. No, it's going to be a lot of fun because what we're doing is we're going to rank eight things. Okay. But we don't get to know what the next thing is until we have placed the first thing in its rank spot. Oh, so you've been on so TikTok. So 
whatever. And Emma, <laughs> is that, does Emma that come as a Discord. surprise? I think Lindsay lives on TikTok. All right. <laughs> maybe, maybe I do. Maybe I don't. I don't know what to tell you, uh-huh. but it's going to be a blast. Emma and the Discord came up with eight random things, and she's going to tell us what those random things are, and then we're just going to rank them one by one. And then we'll see who has got a good ranking at the end and who really failed miserably. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, who's ESPN and who's PHNX? We'll oh find out. Oh, boy. I'm actually not going to be the one reading them to you. Oh, no? Our new friend, Eric Rudy, who just joined today. Or Eric Ruby. Oh, <laughs> man. Sorry. She's dyslexic. <laughs> Leave her alone. <laughs> you know, I was trying to just that say That sure looks like a D. I like, I... <laughs> I'm so Emma sorry. was trying to be nice. <laughs> I was trying to be so okay. He's gonna read them. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen, he just joined our production team. Yay. He's gonna read the top eight. Rudy, 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 Rudy. Rudy. <laughs> great movie, guys. Great movie. Great movie. No, it's okay. I'm a little bit sad now. I don't okay. know if I could read these random things. Okay. All right. What's up first? Number one, kids. Oh, Shoot, I'm gonna sound so mean right now. So, are we keeping these secret or are we saying no, these out loud? No, we're saying them out loud. We gotta, okay. we gotta come, do we have to come to a consensus? No, no, I think each of us can each rank each them. Okay. So, um, one is best, eight is worst. Yeah, right. shoot. I'm gonna go six. Yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go six. I'm gonna go two. Two? <laughs> He has a kid. I he have has a kid. To. You yeah. have to incorporate your kids kid and kids as a okay. whole. Two totally the different things. The thing that brings me some of the most joy in my day is a 20-minute ride to school with my daughter Aww. every morning. So it's tough to not rank that yeah. uh, in, in the top two. He's biased. Gerald, you should write yours down. Okay, I'll write mine down. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I probably, I mean, I want to have kids in the near future, but not the near future. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I got some time. Like so soon, go, but not too we're soon. We're going to go six. Okay. What's next? All right. Number two, the cheesecake factory. Oh, oh that's, shoot. That's eight. What? <laughs> I don't want a restaurant that has, has a, a menu that's bigger than most books I've read. You know what that means to me? You can't cook anything well, so you cook everything. What kind of coloring books are you reading? Oh, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you just said the menu's longer than the books you read. <laughs> Have you seen that menu? Jeez. Damn. All right, I'm going to go three. Three? Three. That's a little high. Is it? I think I'm going to go. Cheesecake Factory is delightful. Five. Come on, guys. Espo, what did you say? I said eight. Eight? Okay. All right. All right. Number three, bread. Bread. Oh, oh. Of course we had to have bread in there. Mm. I'm going to rank bread three. Wow. I'm Espo gonna... taking the top spots fast. I'm going to go bread five. Five? Jeez, Gerald. You put Cheesecake Factory above bread? Yeah. Oh my God. The, ironically, the best three. part of the Cheesecake can, Factory three. is the bread yeah. they give you. So you can get bread at the Cheesecake Factory plus other food. It's just basic math, yeah. you guys. Right. I'm <laughs> going so three. Wrong. What's next? All right. Next up, champagne in your eyes. Oh. <laughs> Man. Uh, I'm going to go four because if four? I got champagne. Yeah, because if somebody's spraying champagne in my eyes, something good has just happened. I'm I'm in a locker room celebrating a championship. I'm not saying anything else that you might, but, but that, that's likely what's happened. So. I get that, but it also is going to suck. But it's a yes, burning yes. sensation. Just like the song said, and sometimes I wear, it hurts so good. And I wear contacts, so then I'm going to be blind. 
I'm gonna go afterwards. I'm gonna go seven on this one. I feel like I should go seven as well, but that's a lot in the top for me. Come on, baby, make it. And hurt I know so Emma, good. and she's got some up her sleeve. There's, there's so gonna be I'm one gonna just go like terrible four. thing coming. I'm gonna go four. Okay. This is so terrifying. I have one and two and seven and eight left. I have one, two, four, and eight. Like, <laughs> oh god, Espo, you have one, five, six, and seven left. Mm. Okay, what's next? Cats. Oh, oh, seven. One. Eight. Oh. One. Seven. You can't I'm go with wrong. you on one. I'm one. with you on oh. one. Hold you on. Put them at Hold eight? on. Rudy is a cat yeah, guy. Yeah, I put them at eight. Rudy wow. is a cat guy. Man, my name is now Rudy. Rudy. Is it not Rudy? <laughs> That's cat, brutal. It's Rudy. Uh, let me just say it. Cats are assholes. All yes, right. They are. You're I an stand a-hole. by that. <laughs> Wouldn't you get along with the cats then? <laughs> no. You couldn't even say wow. the word. You're the new an guy just called me an asshole. <laughs> well, if the shoe fits. You don't like cats, eat man. It. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, that's just <laughs> No, that that was good. I'm just steaming about Rudy over there. We'll see how long he lasts. All right. <laughs> you think the last guys you worked with could be challenging? Just you wait. Just you wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I need to go to bed. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> next up, the Bermuda Triangle. Oh. Ooh, that's fascinating Ooh. though. Oh. I want to put it one Seriously? because I love a good I, I love Same. a good Oh, what is wrong with you? Same. I'm, I'm gonna... That's a good one. <sighs> I'm gonna go four. Emma, I'm impressed. I'm gonna go four right. for Bermuda right. Triangle. What you got us, folks? I want to put it one, but I'm gonna put it five because I feel like in these last two, I'm gonna get something that I. That I think I you're go gonna one. get screwed All with right. these last two. Yeah, right? and you're gonna these... have like doo doo as number one. I know she saved that one for the last <laughs> one too. I'm I know the... she's. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Jesus hey, Eric, can you please give us the next one? Twenty-one. Twenty-two. <laughs> nope, you're twenty-one forever. You're well, never gonna grow one. up. Recess. Low key? Re- recess. recess is one. Wait, I wasn't ready. I oh, didn't sorry. put it. Espo told me to do the next one. I had to make up for the comment. Recess is Espo? one. Recess is recess. Because. Whether it's the cartoon or the Wait, activity. Yeah, which one? one? We're talking. Oh, recess, not yeah. Reese's. No recess. recess. Okay, then that's seven for me. <laughs> of course, Lindsay hated recess. I, no, I like Reese. <laughs> I I put Bermuda Triangle too. <laughs> I just did it. Okay. All right. Last one. Emo Jimmy. Oh, oh I should have left one open. I should have left two open. I right. love Emo Jimmy. Well, I got Jimmy. Emo Jimmy too. Okay, then. I gotta ask, what the hell is Emo Jimmy? Jimmy oh, Butler? Butler. Yeah. Okay. Jimmy Heat World. Okay, I thought I. Okay, I thought it was Jimmy Butler, but Ball Out Boy. I, I'm not yeah. like a. I'm not like a TikToker, so I didn't know if yeah. there was like some TikTok dude named Emo <sighs> Jimmy that like sung songs that aren't emo as emo or something. No. Wait, Espo, I'm Butler. missing one of yours. What'd you put at seven? At seven, I have cats because they're ass. No, six. I meant six. I have Emo Jimmy. Oh, so you have recess number. Recess, recess is num- number recess one. Recess number one. I'm pretty happy with. Oh, I think my list is is pretty good. Dude, I'm so upset. It's because you rushed us. You rushed me. Oh, oh, because (laughs) this whole thing is you should have like six hours to answer the damn question. Okay, so so Lindsay. So Lindsay, wait, there's another one. We have eight. She's putting it on her graphics. What she's talking about. (laughs) Her eight eight was emo Jimmy. Jimmy. It was text B. (laughs) Yeah, so you messed up on that one. That's brutal. I did. I dropped the ball. That's okay, brutal. so mine is in number one, one through eight. Cats, mm. 
the Bermuda Triangle bread, champagne in your eyes, Cheesecake Factory kids, recess, and emo Jimmy. You got two of the best at the bottom. That's brutal, Dude, man. Uh, I kind of dropped the ball on that one. My, I like mine. I got recess, emo Jimmy, Cheesecake Factory, Bermuda Triangle, bread, kids, champagne in your eyes, and cats. Fail with your last one. Recess, fail. kids, bread, champagne in your eye, Bermuda Triangle, Emo Jimmy, Cats, and Cheesecake Factory. Y'all suck. I just won. You have a burning sensation in the middle yeah. of your list. Okay. <laughs> if you get champagne in your eyes, it's not because you were drinking and you put it in your eye. It's because How you were in a celebration. Maybe. You were in a damn celebration. I will, I will happily, in June, trade places with you and go in the son's locker room and get champagne in my eyes while you sit here with Saul. I mean, I'll be prepared. I will have, <laughs> I'll have goggles. <laughs> I will be prepared. I will catch you champagne in the eyes. Um... Oh, I'm so upset about my number eight. Emo Jimmy getting no love on I your guys' list. I love Emo Jimmy. Yeah. Emo Jimmy probably is one of my favorite things that has been like just come from the NBA in the last few oh, years. Oh, yeah. yeah. And oh, it was put, spectacular. It was fantastic. Oh, Emo Jimmy Eat World. Is Jimmy Heat World. Yeah. Jimmy Heat World. I, Jimmy Heat World. Ball Out Boy. See, I missed all this because I was on vacation you during that. So it's much. so good. Like Ball Out Boy the amount of lyrics that they switched up for him. Oh <laughs> yeah. my God. Yes, you got to go back and watch the interviews. Like his his initial interview for Media Day. It is the funniest <laughs> thing fantastic. ever. What I do love, he did this last year with the dreads this year. With the emo hair, yeah, is those are the sh those are the pictures mm -hmm. that the national broadcast, the team Has broadcast to have to use, yep. which is so spectacular. It's such a great troll. It's mm -hmm. so you know? good. I love like, it. I wish. I'm glad that we finally have it, but I wish that he would have thought of this earlier. Yeah, like because it's what this is only year two basically yeah. of it. Because last year was like kind of an intro into it. He was just being a little yeah. goofy, mm -hmm. but like this is the first year he went all out. I wish more guys did it. Yeah, 100%. It would be so good. Or I wish teams would lean into it. And instead of the typical white background, they go with the 90s laser background. And all the guys are sitting in like the old, <laughs> in the poses or looking like Al from Al's Toy Barn, whatever they want. Like, I think that'd be hilarious if a team just leaned into it and they had to use all those shots for, for starting lineups across the league. That would be great. Well, this was a fun little exercise. Mm -hmm. I think this was the most fun ranking thing that I have seen in a hot minute. These are the rankings you should care about. These are the rankings <laughs> yes. that you should care about. These are the rankings you should also do with your friends. Like, this is a blast. I actually really enjoyed this. We should do this on a regular you basis. Chris Burner wants me to get the emo Jimmy here. here with that. You should. Okay. I'll, That'd be I'll fantastic. Have to, one day I'm not wearing my hair product. I'll have to. I can get it pretty far down on the face. There so. you go. Um. All right. That'll do for us today. Thank you all for joining us. We appreciate you very much. Uh, as Espo said, we'll have an episode tomorrow at 3 p.m. with our Valley Voices guest of the show. So be sure to tune in for that. And until then, you can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore sons. You can give me a follow at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can give Gerald a follow at Gerald Borgay. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Remember... Headbands and cats suck. Rude. Oi, oi. <laughs> <laughs>